Alrighty, everybody. Good Monday morning. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Uh, enjoy the federal holiday that we all have. And um, with the weather in Buffalo, it has led to a third twin bill of Super Wildcard playoff games. Kicking off at 4.30 with the Buffalo Bills holding, hosting the Steelers in snowy Buffalo. Though the snow seems to be dissipating, uh, the stadium is going to be a problem, that's for certain. And tonight, Tampa Bay will host the Philadelphia Eagles. Wiz, good morning. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Looking forward to the two games today. And uh, I'm sure, um, you know, during the week we'll talk about that walloping that the uh, Cowboys took uh, yesterday. But, uh, but yeah, uh, and, 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 and I got to say, Wiz, yeah. there's a lot to discuss, you know, on so many different levels. But we, like you said, we will kind of do something midweek or to kind of talk about the fallout of that, what that means coaching-wise. Uh, certainly... Um, Three lopsided games, I guess, over the weekend. Uh, last night being the exception with that exciting uh, Lions win over the Rams. But yeah, we'll kind of go all, over all that um, when the time comes. We'll try to do that during the week. But you know, I think there are certainly ramifications on the coaching level, uh, and I think we also have some kind of observations, uh, directions of some of these teams uh, as we head into next year. But that's to that's, that's to tackle next and. Uh, Again, you know, dealing with strange circumstances. I don't know if the NFL is going to be happy with this at the end of the day. Uh, but, yeah, we have football this afternoon. Yeah, let's get to it. Uh, the first game is Pittsburgh uh, at Buffalo. And the Bills uh, right now, I'm looking, are a 10-point favorite. And the total has moved back upwards. Uh, I think right now it's looking at 38-and-a-half. Um, in terms of the side and total, I do not have a view on this game. I do have a view on a player prop. But 10 and 38 and a half, it's going to be a pass for me. What about you? Yeah, so this is a tricky one. Um, I, I want to kind of see kind of how conditions kind of – I came into this thinking that the really foul weather kind of, especially with no J.J. Watt, maybe played into the Pittsburgh Steelers' hands in terms of keeping this somewhat close where they try to utilize that rushing game that's been so effective here down the stretch using both Harris and Warren – uh, and I think if they're going to have any chance in this football game, Wiz, it's going to be having to dictate uh, the time of possession because that's going to be critical in keeping Josh Allen off the field. And make no mistake, T.J. <laughs> Watt is a individual game buster on his own. So it's it's a big loss. So I'm, I'm kind of going to wait to see. I still think I kind of lean towards Pittsburgh potentially covering in this game. And I kind of favor the under. But you know, by all accounts, the field is going to be clear. Uh, the stands, like I said, will be a mess. There'll be some wind gusts, but not tremendous. And they're not really going to be dealing with that lake effect snow that would have been perilous if, if it was the case yesterday. So I do lean slightly under. I do lean slightly Pittsburgh. I'm going to wait in-game to kind of tackle this one, Wiz. All right. What about player props? So on the player prop side, it's kind of interesting. I, I just observed before we kind of came on doing the podcast that that everything that was going on earlier is seems to have gone away. Uh, I, I don't know what the situation is. I don't know if there's a player's uh, usage in question. I, I really don't know. Uh, but I thought a few things kind of stood out at me, Wiz, in this game. And I, I didn't bet this one yet, so that's why I'm kind of anxious. But I know the Steelers have kind of been uh, kind of in around the top 10 in, in allowing points to tight ends. So I really want to put something on either the over, which was three and a half receptions, I believe, for Kincaid and somewhere in the low 30s, 
when it was out earlier uh, on receiving yards. I'm looking to bet one of those. I, ha- I haven't done it yet. I do have over 15 and a half yards receiving because I think this lends to shorter passing game, and that is for James Cook, 15 and a half yards receiving in this game. Those are the only two that I'm looking at in this particular game, was. Yeah, I'm, my, my focus is on one player and one player only, Mason Rudolph. Um, I, I, I saw what the weather is looking like, and the temperature is not going to be too bad. The wind is not going to be a factor at all. I'm playing Mason Rudolph over passing yards, over passing attempts, and over passing completions. Uh, I think he's, he's going to be able to throw the ball against the Bills today and uh, – Either in a regular game script, or if the Bills get off to a lead, he'll you know it'll lend itself to more of that type of game. But uh, I, I'm going to focus on Mason Rudolph today. Uh, I think those receivers uh, can, can get open. Um, I think the Bills have shown that they're susceptible, and you know just missing so many guys. That pass rush is not the same either. So um, for those reasons, my focus today is going to be on Mason Rudolph over yards, over attempts, and over completions. Yeah, I, I felt I felt that they had taken down all of those Steeler uh, offensive skill players in terms of receiving yards. They took them way, way down. This was before the game got shifted, but they still kind of remained very low. Right, the, the last I saw George Pickens was around forty-two and a half yards. Is that correct, Wiz? Yeah, that was what I saw. They were all they were all off the board the last time I looked. Yeah, so it, it is interesting, and, I, and 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 maybe maybe yeah maybe we're gonna, when we when we see stuff go back up on the board, things look a little bit different. But to your point, the field had been cleaned up a bit, and the wind did not look like it was going to be as big a factor. But I think I, I will say this was I think you're bang on because this is a defense that is really really thinned out because of injuries. Yeah, and I think you know Mason Rudolph's confidence level is up. I also thought, you know, with this type of crowd, I thought the game they were in Seattle is a perfect rehearsal for this game, not comparing the talent of the Seahawks to the Bills, but that environment. And that environment did not affect them. That offense was rolling in that game uh, at the Seahawks, which is difficult for communications and hearing and and audibleizing, and it causes a lot of problems for a lot of teams when they come in there and the fact that Pittsburgh was able to uh, navigate that effortlessly, I think it's going to lend itself for this game. So we'll see how it plays out, but I'm, I'm, I'm just all in on Mason Rudolph today. Uh, that's the only, those are the only prop plays. I just thought they were just too low. And those are the only prop plays that stood out for me in that game. Let me ask you a question was if TJ Watt was playing in this game, what do you think the line would be? I probably think he's worth <clears throat> about a field goal. Yep. I think the line would be seven, seven and a half, six and a half, seven and a half, some, something, something along those lines. But it, it, he's certainly worth a few points. Uh, you know, to you, to what you had said is is true. I mean, he's a real game wrecker, and um, and, and and you know, and changes things. And uh, the fact that they, the Bills doesn't do not have to worry about him, um, you know, is going to change. I think the complexion of the game somewhat. All right, so let's uh, move on to the nightcap, and that will be the last Monday night football game of the year. Uh, Tampa Bay hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we have documented the Eagles situation well. Started out 10-1, and one, uh, didn't get to 12 wins. First team ever in that situation to do so. 
struggling on both sides of the football. Uh, Jalen Hurts with the bad finger, no A.J. Brown. Uh, not that Tampa Bay has been lighting it up offensive, offensively the last couple of weeks. They certainly had their hands full uh, against Carolina in the last week of the season when they needed to win that football game. Baker Mayfield is not 100% healthy either. Uh, they are, last I saw, two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Eagles with the over-under at 40. Sorry, uh, sorry two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Eagles, uh, and 43-and-a-half is that over-under, Wiz. Yeah, this is another tough one. I mean, there are just so many factors into play. I mean, um, you know, on Tampa Bay side, <clears throat> you know, Baker Mayfield is not 100%. You watch him play, and at least three to five times a game, he's, he's limping off to the side lines. He, he's just not 100%. And on the Eagles side, this is just um, complete guesswork. I mean, I watched Jalen Hurts. He didn't throw a pass overhand. Every pass he was throwing in practice the other day was like he was flipping the ball underhand. So I don't know really how bad that finger is. No J, no uh, AJ Brown. <clears throat> so some of these other guys are going to have to step up. I'm not sure which ones, but for me, <clears throat> I just don't have a view on this game, side or total or player props. I have one thing that I like. But um, I ask you, is there anything that you really like in this game from either a side, total, or player prop perspective? You know, I did a couple of play- I did a couple of playoff drafts with, and at the same time, uh, I kind of am heavily tilted towards the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning this football game. Uh, so I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to take Tampa Bay getting two and a half points. I bet it early in the week at plus three. Uh, I hear what you're saying about Mayfield. I think the Tampa Bay defense has played much better down the stretch. Now, these two teams did play early in the year. It was a 25-11 to 11 win by the Eagles. Both teams were in a complete different situation. I think uh, as the season has gone on, Tampa Bay has improved and gotten better uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, the Eagles have done the opposite. Uh, and I think those injuries are, are a major factor. And I think uh, you look back at that game, DeAndre Swift actually had a really big game against the Tampa Bay running defense, which is normally one of the better ones in the league. Uh, he had over 100 yards in that particular ball game. Uh, so, you know, I don't think either of these teams are where they were back then. So I kind of throw that one out. Um, but I, at the same time, I just feel despite the fact of, of Mayfield being nicked up, Nothing seems right on the Philly side at the moment. Uh, and with that, Wiz, I'm going to go with the home team. I'm taking the Buccaneers, getting two and a half or three points, whatever it is right now. All right. And, and I have one thing that I like in the game. It's, a, it's, it's not a player prop, but do you have any views on the player props? Yeah, I do. Um, 82%. So there is no A.J. Brown. Uh, last week, Zacchaeus was on the field 82% of the time. Uh, I know what you just said about uh, Jalen Hurts' throwing motion and all that sort of stuff, but he's going to be on the field a lot in this particular ball game. The first time these two teams played, he had 58 yards receiving on two catches. I looked to see how he did against the, against Tampa Bay. I looked to see how he did against Tampa Bay when he was a member of the Atlanta Falcons. Seems like he was able to go over 40 yards every single time. And for some strange reason, the line on Zacchaeus is 12 and a half yards receiving. And with that whiz, two unit play for me over 12 and a half yards receiving Zacchaeus from the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. Uh, I, like I said, I'm just not sure how much Quiz Watkins you're going to see, how much 12 personnel you're going to see. With two, I like, I, I'm just, not, I'm not sure what it's going to look like. So 
I don't have any player props, but but I there's something in this game that I really like. I'm going to go under team total points, <clears throat> 20 and a half, Tampa Bay. And in the first game they played, the time of possessions was un- an unbelievable 40 minutes to 20 minutes for the Eagles. Um, Jason Kelsey had his way with Vito Vea in that game, and they were just able to ground and pound them all game. And then, you know, when I look on the other side of the ball, let's say the time of possession is not going to be that drastic this time. You know, the teams that hurt the Eagles do it with speed. And I look at the Tampa Bay offense, and they're just one of the slowest offensive teams in football. I mean, I'm not saying that I am. Mike Evans is a Hall of Fame player. But at this stage in his career, he's not going to blow by people. I mean, he gets a lot of deep passes. He's a good route runner. But, like, <clears throat> Godwin and Evans and Kate Otten and Rashad White, they're, they're – they're good players. They, they're just not I, – I just think it's a good matchup for the Eagles. The type of teams and players that have hurt the Eagles secondary, I just think Tampa Bay doesn't have those players. I think they're really good players, but they're more pedestrian and grinded-out type of um, players. And, 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 and you know, they, they just really move up and down the field in a methodical way most of the time. And I just think the Eagles – could have time of possession in this game. I don't love the game. I'm not sure how it's going to play out. But just from a team total, I just want to go under Tampa Bay 20 and a half because I just think the Eagles can use up a lot of clock, and this is the type of game. And, and even if Mariota was, got in there, they would run the same type of offense where they're looking for time of possession. Without A.J. Brown, they have to play that type of game. And I just think it's going to lend itself – where Tampa Bay is not going to get that many possessions and their offense is not conducive to scoring a lot of points quickly. So my one more idea for the game, I know it's against a little bit what you like, you like Tampa Bay, but I'm going to go under Tampa Bay, um, 20 and a half team total points. And look, we both could win. I mean, Tampa Bay can win this game 17-14 and we both could win, but that, that's my idea for the game. Yeah, DeAndre Swift kind of intrigued me. I, I mentioned that he had a 100-yard game the first time around, and as you said, they kind of dominated them. Hertz had a lot of yards on the ground. I think Gainwell had yards on the ground in that particular game as well. So I think DeAndre Swift was up to 62.5. That started the week at 60.5, so maybe people are taking note of what you're talking about and what I mentioned as well, what happened in the past. Yeah, you know, a couple of players I was looking at, I noticed that that the slot players and Blankenship in the middle of the field is having difficulty. So I was kind of looking at Godwin a little bit, and I was kind of looking at Goddard on the other side. But I, I, I just don't have enough clarity what the health of Jalen Hurts' that finger is on his throwing hand is to, to, to play Goddard. And I like Godwin. I think he's okay at, at over four and a half, but I, I just, I just feel good about playing under Tampa Bay total 20. Look, if Tampa Bay scores three touchdowns, I lose. I'm okay with that, but I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it plays out, but that should be an interesting game from a standpoint of, Nobody's quite sure of the health of some of these key players. Yeah, yeah it's going to be, yeah. I, I, again, I think this is kind of a wait-and-see approach today uh, to see how both of these games kind of shake out, how the teams look. So let's see what happens. Uh, Wiz, good luck. Uh, last, uh, Like I said, last 
two games of uh, Super Wild Card Weekend, and we figure out what uh, the last eight teams looks like uh, for next weekend. So, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast will come back in the middle of next week, uh, talk a little bit of some background football that we want to talk about, and then we'll get into the weekend games later on. So, Wiz, enjoy the games, and uh, we'll speak later in the week. You got it. 